Hello everybody, welcome back to another podcast episode. Today's topic, today's theme is a day in the life. I will be sharing with you all the details about how a typical day may go for me, whether that be teaching English, the social media side of things, and all of the paperwork that is needed to successfully make everything flow. One little note that I will make before we begin is even though I am self-employed and I can in many ways create my own schedule, we are still bound by... we are still confined to certain situations. What I mean is, you will see that in this line of work, the evening times are much busier than the lunch times, for instance, and the morning time can also be quite a busy time. So you do find that the morning and the start of the day is quite busy, and the evening time is quite busy. I'm going to give you an example of one day last week. Today is Friday that I'm recording this, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Wednesday. I find it very interesting to compare people's different life situations, so feel free to share with me how drastically your day differs compared to mine. Wednesday. It began with an eight o'clock class in the morning. Now, if my classes start at eight o'clock, that means I must rise by around seven o'clock. Gives you an opportunity to have a shower, freshen up, make sure that the class is prepared, check over any emails or messages that came in through the night that might need answering urgently or quickly, and then begin the class. I am very, very used to teaching and starting early. I think I could begin at seven o'clock or six o'clock in the morning and still have the same energy, the same mindset and the same approach to the classes. But that is something that you develop over time. It's not something I was born to do and it doesn't just come naturally, uh, but it's a skill that you learn and develop. But I'm grateful that I've been able to learn and develop. Now, I had a little break between 9 and 12, uh, and what did I do in that time? Well, there is always a lot of paperwork to be done, whether that is organising the future courses that are coming, because there are always, it's, it's a vicious circle. Maybe I should not say vicious circle, because that sounds negative, but it's a constant loop going round. Once one course is planned, you then do the course. But whilst you are doing those courses, you are then planning the new ones. So that takes a fair bit of time because you have to organise consultations with each new student, reply to messages. A lot of times you speak to people and then in the end they don't end up signing up and that's fine. But that is time spent. I think I also use this time for planning uh, classes that were later on in the day. I popped outside for a little bit of fresh air, walking around the block for 20-30 minutes, and also other things, replying to comments on YouTube and Instagram, planning how what reels are going to be done in the near future, many other little aspects that do take up a hell of a lot of time. Maybe also grading homework. That's a, a crucial part. So, my next class came from 12 o'clock till 1 o'clock, so in the middle of the day. The one thing I will say is, this day was very busy in the evening. So if I know that I have an extremely busy evening, I am not going to fill up the morning or the lunchtime too much because no matter how energized and strong and motivated you are, 
everybody has their limit. For me, the limit is probably seven classes in one day. If I do six, that is a much more manageable load and it still gives me time to do my other parts of my work. If I do seven, I probably neglect many other things and then it makes other days busier. Six or five is beautiful, but you also have to balance the economic side of things if you think about doing five or four classes in one day and the demand. So 12 till one was a lunchtime class that went swimmingly, that went smoothly with without a hitch, no problems. Then we have a little break between one o'clock and five o'clock. I did a little bit more exercise outside. I cooked lunch and I also continued with all of the paperwork and, you know, messages and organization because I, I feel like once I reach Friday, I do have quite a lot under control. But Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, it is definitely the case of playing catch up, so to speak. Uh, and so that was how I spent the afternoon because from five o'clock until nine o'clock, I had four classes back to back to back to back, which meant that I had no break in between. You could say that is down to bad planning and, and I do agree. My reasoning behind that is that I should have a five minute break in between, but at the same time, I much prefer the classes starting on on the dot at o'clock. Um, that is probably something I will change in the future. But anyway, with regards to not having a break, that is something that I have also learned to deal with. My stamina, my endurance has improved dramatically over the past few years. And those were three group classes, three courses, and one private class, which I'm also very grateful for because only six, seven months ago, I wasn't doing any courses. And now I have three courses, course classes in one evening. So I'm very grateful about that. Finishing at nine o'clock, I can safely say that I was quite tired at that point. I do drink coffee occasionally. If I have a coffee, it's one in a day, but some days I don't drink coffee. So I don't really have any extra stimulants to boost my energy. So at nine o'clock, yes, I was quite tired and my eyes were a little bit blurry, but I had signed myself up for a football match <laughs> at 9.30. So that was from 9.30 p.m. until 11. So I arrive home at about 11.20 after anybody that has played some sports before knows that if you do that in the evening and it was an intense sports activity, it is quite hard to fall asleep immediately after that. So I didn't end up falling asleep until maybe midnight. And then I was up at seven-ish the next day because I had another class at eight o'clock. So on Wednesday, we had six classes in total. And overall, it was a very positive and successful day. My favorite parts of my week are having having the opportunity to really uh, plan the classes well and enjoy them, not feel super rushed, and also to have opportunities of being creative, like planning exciting reels and thinking about cool stories to put on Instagram or Telegram or YouTube. Because sometimes when you have too many classes going on, 
even when you're not teaching, it's hard to have enough brain power and motivation and creativity to focus on the other aspects of the job. Because without the social media side, the teaching would be very different. I would say if we just take one step back and think about teaching classes back to back to back, the maximum that I could do is four, but that is on the extreme side. Ideally, it would be three or maybe even two and then a 30 minute break. But sometimes when the evening is so busy and you have a lot of different commitments, you have no choice but to do it. All of this work I do from home. I have my, my little office in, in the apartment and all the work is done from here. And thankfully, it is a very pleasant place to work. But sometimes you do feel like I need to be outside. I need to be, you know, maybe around other people, even if I'm not talking to other people, just in an active environment. That is true. But I've, I rarely think that. It's very seldom do I feel that way. But of course, these things come to your mind and they normally come to your mind either when you're feeling quite tired and low in motivation or when you're feeling full of energy and you want to share that with other people. This type of schedule, so I've been teaching since about 2017, but I've been self-employed and uh, working for myself and working like this for only the, the past few years. So I would say things are still quite fresh and quite new and always developing and always changing so drastically. But that's something that I really, really like. And I will leave you with one final point about how to teach an effective lesson. It is very intriguing because in each class you have a different human being or human beings with different personalities, with different strengths, weaknesses and ways of learning. So you need to be mentally, psychologically aware of the right approach. And once you are aware of the approach, then it's just thinking about what you want to teach them. If we focus on vocabulary, what is the right vocabulary they need to know and how can I make them use it as much as possible? I want to challenge them, but not too much. And I want to support them the whole way. That's my simple response or summary of teaching an effective class. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and listening to this and maybe you took some nice vocabulary or just refreshed your memory of some words. Whatever it was, I hope it was useful. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a five-star rating on Spotify or any other app if you enjoyed it. That always helps. And I look forward to hearing you, seeing you um, in the next one or on any of the other social media platforms. I wish you a lovely rest of your day, wherever you are. And until next time, bye for now.